Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Oh, shit. <laughs> I had a great little episode ready. Uh, just about, you about to hear it right now about Jug It On The Lick. And then I was like, you'll see at the end, just going to do a little postscript about after the Georgia runoff. But <laughs> these white people to rush the Capitol, nigga. <laughs> These folks is crazy, cuz. <laughs> this shit ain't funny, but it's a green light. Nigga, they talk about the 25th Amendment, which basically means, well, ain't no basically, which means that the cabinet gets to say, this man is unfit to run this country, and Mike Pence got to take over. Nigga, the hood is revolting. Okay, so this has become a part two. So you got to listen to the jugging on a lick episode uh, right now. And then part two <laughs> going to be this insurrection. My <laughs> green light. Cause Trump hit a green light. All right. We're going to build to that. But you got to listen to this first about hitting a lick. Y'all ready? Let's go. Some of y'all know my backstory. My father was, you know, textbook 60s, man, Black Panther, you know what I'm saying? Civil rights movement, but just cool as a cucumber, colder than a polar bear's toenail. That's, that's, that's Pop Duke. I would hear him talking to his homies. He would say stuff like, he's having it, man, you know what I'm saying? And his homeboy would say, hey, what the lick read? <laughs> I have no idea the etymology of the term lick, but that's what we finna talk about. We finna talk about hitting the lick. Hey, what the lick read? Here we go. So the lick is real simple. Well, it's not real simple. Again, I don't understand where the term came from, but 
every neighborhood has got a version of this, right? Every region. The lick essentially is the current, current illegal hustle that could possibly, what's the next scheme? What's the next give money? You know, how can we figure this out? And what the lick read is very simple. It's reading the lick. It's figuring out, watching the streets. Where's the come up? Where's the, where's the next scam? So when you hit the lick, it's like, oh, you just pulled off this hustle. Oakland got a version of this. They just call it the game. You know, you, you, you just, you got to get good at the game. You know, you give them game. You, you, you know, you work your game and, and the game play, uh, whether it's prostitution, <laughs> drug selling, or whatever the case may be, it's just game. Southerners would say you get it how you live in. You know, so however you live in, you get it. You know, whatever you at, like you see a bag on the street, bag of money on the ground, you grab it up. Hey, got it how I was living. Get it off the curb. You know, that's where you were, you know, selling drugs. You just get it how you living, right? The East Coast, New York, they that's just being a hustler. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a hustler. Hustle hard. That's why Jay-Z would always talk about, look, man, I'm a hustler. Get it how you living. Hit the lick. What the lick read? If you was around during the 90s, during the years of Bone Thugs, you was creeping on the come up. Creeping on the come up. Don't stop till you got up. Either way, at the end of the day, in the city, there's never a reason to not get money. You could always get money. There's numerous ways to earn funds. Quote, the prophets of our time, Mob Deep. You just ain't a crook, son. You just a shook one. Now, this is a very distinct, particular person who understands how to hit a lick, how to read the lick, which is not necessarily just a straight up gangbanger. Gangbang is a very specific thing. Now, most sets, most hoods have somebody that's like the hustler. You know what I'm saying? That's usually, that's the money earner. Now in, you know, in your New York mobs, they would call that the earner, right? You gotta be an earner. That person figuring out the hustle, you know what I'm saying? Bringing money back to the block, running it up to the hood. You're not necessarily, this ain't the shooter. You, you feel me? This ain't the hothead. This person much smoother. Now, although they're distinctly different roles, they obviously run together, but the allegiance for this hustler is the hustle. Not the set. The set is a means to an end. You got to understand the difference for you to understand how the hustle moves. Now, of course, if you got any sense, you the hustler, you better make sure you good with whatever hood you in. You got to be good with a lot of blocks. You got to be able to move however you move because you following the lick. So you better be cool with a lot of different regions. And then you got to have your own set that's going to make sure you stay alive because you're going to hit a lick on the wrong person <laughs> one day. You got to make sure you good. And I think we all know this person. We all know the person hitting these licks because uh, whether you was in the city or not, it was the kid in your elementary school that had the backpack of candy. <laughs> he finna sell you candy for a dollar that you could get for 50 cents if you would just wait till after school. This fool figured out, <laughs> he figured out the game. You want your candy now. That's an impulse buy. He got a backpack, whole backpack of candy, slanging that stuff to you, stuff you can get yourself. But he got it. Jugging on a lick. You know this fool. This fool got two cartons of milk. Don't nobody, anybody ever figure out how he always got two cartons of milk? Oh man, he done gamed up some girl, some little girl in the, <laughs> some little girl in the uh, seventh grade. He done gamed her up. You you feel me? All of a sudden, he got two lunches. I mean, his homie, I went to, I went to high school with. It was tenth grade. I used to always wonder like how he always had cash. He didn't really hang with like all the like the known game members, whatever. But like he just always just stacks of 20s in his pocket you never knew really where he got it from i don't know if he was drug selling he wouldn't tell us because he just didn't he didn't move like that 
he just whatever it was the man could read the quad you know what i'm saying the lunch quad you know the quad area where everybody go out to lunch he could just read it he just he flew under the radar all the time he wasn't none of the big like you know super popular kids but he just always had i mean it was at least 200 dollars in 20s in his pocket all the time and did nobody mess with him just so unsuspected just always knew how to get money boy hustled jugging on a lick now if you understand how hood politics works i've been trying to tell y'all for a while like that you can you can really read geopolitics if you just understand the hood and you understand what each of these characters kind of kind of play and understand it's it's a, it's a way to like put our politics through a grid of understanding this is just analysis like i'm not trying to tell you uh, this is what they're doing but this is a way to understand what they're doing so you got to be able to put these characters in place and i think the last four years, we just been watching a whole sphere of people hitting their licks. It's just you got to understand where the hustle was and how to read the lick. What the lick read? What the lick read? What 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 the lick read? So today, in this episode, I'm going to read y'all three licks. Last week, we talked about how the hood comes first, right? And how somebody like a Mitch McConnell um, would understand that controlling the Congress is the long game. The Republican Party going to last. I'm going to outlast any boss that's going to come and go. So he had his transactional relationship with Trump that a lot of us thought that he was, he had been bewitched, you know what I'm saying, by Donald Trump and in the whole Trump orb, because we're going to talk to later how, how, how this man just has hypnotized some folks to just not see what's happening. But anyway, that's not what we're talking right now. Mitch saw Trump as the lick. And I thought this whole time, and I stand corrected, I thought this whole time Mitch McConnell was like, look, man, here go the set. I'm a ride for the set. This set has been well for me. The set being the Republican Party. I'm just going to ride for y'all. Y'all ride for me. Let me stay in charge. I don't need to be flashy. I just need to run things. But it's all about the set. And the set comes first because the set been carrying me. It turns out that boy Mitch is a hustler, dog. This boy been pimping the whole time. Big Hobie had a plan the whole time. Let me tell you something. Trump was just the lick. Let me tell you how I know Trump just the lick. And apparently so was the Republican Party. You just a means to an end. This how I know. Because big homie absolutely torpedoed this stimulus packet. <laughs> By adding Section 230 and the election fraud money tied into stuff that ain't got nothing to do with coronavirus relief. Right. When Trump was ultimately trying to save his own tail by being like, yo, we need to run this money up from $600 to 
$2,000. Now, I'm saying all this stuff assuming you know what I'm talking about. The double stimulus bill, right? This coronavirus release, this $900 billion that was supposed to go into, which is really just a spending bill. It's not just for coronavirus. That's just a part of it, right? I'm assuming you know what I'm talking about. At the end of this election cycle, government looked us in the face and was like, $1,200 should about cover it. <laughs> For the whole year, you feel me, <laughs> right? You know, the Republican parties, their whole stance was like, look, man, we just can't bring money out of thin air, doc. Like, you can't just be, you can't just give people, the people don't just want money. They want opportunity. So we're going to make sure that, you know, your unemployment is there. You feel me? That we give you everything you need to do for you to take care of yourself. We're not just going to cut you a check. Apparently, the, the Americans were like, nah, you should just cut us a check because... <laughs> Because you telling us we can't work. You telling us we need to shut down our businesses. I would love to get it on, get it how I'm living. But you telling me I can't work. So you need to cover me while I can't work. Either that or open it up so I can work. Man, I'm of this opinion, right? This I got this working theory. Both of these things are deadly. Either overcomplicating the simple or oversimplifying the complicated. They both deadly. There are some things that are very simple about this situation where, look, man, if a disease come out of your nose and mouth and go into somebody else's nose and mouth and that thing can kill you, you should cover your nose and mouth. That's real simple. I, I don't know how when you overcomplicate that, that's how people die. You know what I'm <laughs> it's also very simple. If you saying the best way to stop this is for everybody to stay home and y'all to close your businesses. Well, Y'all should pay to make sure we can cover ourselves until we can open up. That's, I mean, it's simple. I don't understand how that's so hard. It's all the other stuff that make, well, where are you overcomplicating? This is very simple. Cover your nose and mouth and we'll cover you. We'll make sure y'all can stay home. We'll cover your bills until then. That's fine. It's easy. Don't overcomplicate it. But also don't oversimplify things that are very complicated. This We have no idea how this virus works. Oh, we just, just get a vaccine. It's fine. And just Send it to doctors and put it in your arms. It'll be easy. And once the vaccine go, we're all nah. It ain't that because this. we ain't, we don't know what this virus do. You heard them say, oh, it's, it's oh, it's easy. You know, if you just you know, I have no symptoms, so it's fine. Or you know, that's oversimplifying the complicated. That's where a lot of conspiracy theories come in. It's like, oh, well, it's it's just Bill Gates wanting to put five G in our arms, and it's. He created it. That's easy. It's easy to say this is espionage. You like, okay, it's not that simple, Doc. Like, yeah, it's, you know, it's just like racism. You know, it's it's like my, my bleeding heart progressives, right? Like, hey, you know, once we get Trump out of office, we'll all go back to a post-racial society. Fool, nigga, what? Okay, don't overcomplicate the simple and don't oversimplify the complicated. So Trump was like, yo, $600 is a disgrace. We're going to give you $2,000, which is... Side note, also a disgrace when other fully developed countries have been giving their people 2000 a month. He talking about 2000 total. You feel me? So this President Trump actually agreeing with the Democrats, being like, yeah, y'all need more money. And at this point, again, if the hood comes first, of course, the Republicans was like, ah, this isn't what we were going for, but... If the boss is saying this, I guess we got to like, we can't be looking bad in front of the neighborhood. So, I mean, I guess let's roll with it. Mitch was like, no, shut it down, homie. That's not what we finna do. Because <laughs> Mitch is.
is a boss. Die for a hustle. He jugging on a lick. Y'all got to understand, Mitch is hitting a lick. Now, for this particular situation, I don't know exactly what the lick is just yet, but I know there's one thing that's really important to him, and that's the Georgia runoff. Because the Georgia runoff say, now, this is two days before this happens that I'm recording this. The Georgia runoff going to say, whether or not this man get to stay in charge and get to get to move the way he want to move by being the Senate majority leader. If this thing worked the way it worked, which if I'm Mitch and I'm jugging on the lick, which I don't know what his lick is. But here's my guess. Trump's whole thing about these elections being frauds. Really messes up his chance. If you Mitch of staying the Senate majority leader because you so in disbelief into the into the election system, which means that these Republican constituents probably ain't going to go vote, which means you putting Mitch's crown in danger. Mitch is a hustler, y'all. I owe none of y'all nothing. That's what Mitch saying. I do what I want to do to win. And then his whole his whole uh, 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 defense of that attitude is like, that's what everybody here doing. There's one thing I could tell you about every legislative person, every con- every politician. I could tell you one thing about every politician. This is what Mitch say. They like to win. None of us like losing. And you know what, homie? I believe Big Dog. Mitch was jugging on a lick with Trump the whole time because, like we said last week, Big Homie got 200 judges elected to the Supreme Court. Mitch out of his own mouth. Big homie said, listen, all this stuff Trump did, all the gains we've done as the party and, you know, all the legislation, you know, the laws we got passed, that's probably going to get undone in the next administration. What you can't undo, though, is these judges playing the long game. You can't undo that. And big homie got three, count up three Supreme Court judges. Got them. That's the long game. Now, Embedded from NPR did a whole series on Mitch. They got the essential Mitch, which is so funny to me because it kind of, for me, confirmed what I thought about Big Dog is that Big Dog don't care. (laughs) Big homie here to win. And that's all that matter. And the only way for you to understand this is you have to understand how the courts got politicized, how they became power plays. Now, this goes all the way back to 1918, but I'm not going to go that far back. What I am going to go back to is if you remember right after Antony and Scalia died during Obama's administration, right at the end of it, Obama picked a new judge and it was Merrick Garland. And then Mitch was like, I'm not even finna hold a hearing about this dude to even see if we confirm him. You done being the president in a couple months. I'm not finna listen to you. And everybody was like, well, well, wait a minute. That's way he's still a president. He gets to pick a guy. He's like, no, I'm not going to pick that. Americans get to pick it. They finna pick a new president and let that president do it because that's crazy. That's that's the new guy. Literally the exact same thing happened with Amy Coner Barrett. The exact same scenario. Big homie Mitch was like, oh, that's different. (laughs) He was like, wait, wait, wait. Didn't you just argue? If we're at the end of of a presidential administration, the new president should pick the judge. He was like, that's different because our guy's the president now. He's going to pick a judge I like. My man just like that's his like he's like he's legit saying that. And they're like, Mitch, that's hypocritical. This is the exact same scenario. You know, homie's answer was. 
Well, the Dems did it first. What he said is, it's the game. It's just the game, cuz. This how the game played, homie. They bust, we bust. Don't nobody know who shot first. It don't matter. You got to have game. You know what I'm saying? Advance to the next level of the game. So when you go back to like, I can even go back to the Reagan era. Reagan era. This dude, Robert Bork. He was, he was going to get uh, uh, super, super, super conservative. He was finna get elected to like a lower court. Dems were like, yo, this fool... I mean, yo, he finna like, yo, this is all bad. We can't let this fool get into the, get into the courts. Like he, I, I mean, like, I mean, this is he Glenn Beck conservative. You understand what I'm saying? Like big homie, Philip Schlafly conservative. You feel me? It was like, yo, we can't, we can't have you. We can't have you in the, in the, in the courts here. Now they agreed to run the hearing, but they was like, but we not finna affirm him. We'll run it. We'll run it. But we not going to affirm him. We don't want to run it. But if we are. We'll run it, but we're not going to affirm it. And that's what they did. They voted and he lost. And Mitch was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to remember this. Just, just so you know, you shot first. This man is perfectly qualified. The president chose him. And y'all, y'all say you don't want him here just because you don't like how he thinks? Okay. The streets remembers. Okay. I don't know if you ever have you ever had a sibling look at you after you done told on up to the parents or something. And they was like, okay. I'm going to remember that. It's like that moment radicalized Mitch. You feel me? <laughs> Back in the Bush years, you got this guy, Miguel Estrada, right? Miguel, well, I said that white as hell. Miguel Estrada, Estrada. my wife would kill me right now. GW was trying to nominate him to a lower court. You remember GW was like doing his best, really get involved with the Latino vote. You feel me? He was trying to secure that mug. Democrats blocked that too. They was like, nah, we can't have this dog. You don't get the brown folk. And a lot of Democrats admitted, yeah, it was, yeah, that wasn't, yeah, we, uh, yeah, we kind of, yeah, we kind of played the game on that one. Mitch was like, okay, word. The table's gonna turn, big homie. Trust. And the table's turned in our lifetime. And guess what? My man got three Supreme Court judges. He bided his time, hit his lick. He is a hustler. You know this man to become a local legislator out of Kentucky. Do you know he wine and dine the, the union? He wine and dine the union. <laughs> and then got in office and was like, listen, I ain't tell him nothing. I, I mean, I ain't promised him nothing. This man, listen, his allegiance is to the hustle. I get it. So if you want to understand Mitch McConnell, just understand the hustle. That man is angling. Because like he said, I don't like losing. And neither do y'all too. It's gamesmanship. Even with going back to the stimulus package, big homie, it's a, it's gamesman. I don't like losing. I'm a, I'm a hustler, homie. Nick acts about me. That's a, that's another song reference that just dated me. Anyway, let me tell you who else was jugging on a lit. Your boy Rudy Giuliani with his melting hair. <laughs> it took me a while to figure out Rudy. I'm not going to lie. Now I get it because, you know, Rudy came into power taking down the mob way back in the uh, in the early days of like the mob glory days in, in New York with the Rico cases and such. You know what I'm saying? Like figuring out these conspiracies. And he's like, man, I don't owe y'all nothing. He was like, the mob was shaking down my daddy, my granddaddy this whole time. Basically, the, how the hood be having like your whole family in in, in 
held hostage. Like, man, my immigrant father, immigrant granddaddy, man, they running these little liquor stores. You running in here, man, demanding 60% or whatever the hell we make, or you going to smash our window? Man, fuck y'all every day. That was Rudy's attitude. He's like, man, I'm from the streets just like y'all are. That's young Rudy. Except Rudy was like, man, I'm going to join the law. I'm going to take y'all down. You're not going to hold my hoods hostage no more. He got into becoming a district prosecutor, and he prosecuted the mob, and that's what like launched him into fame. Then he became mayor. It's like really hitting hard in New York. He made a couple presidential bids, but by this time he was just weird. Then all of a sudden, I think he saw there's some money to be made in this right wing media. Then he started just like being this like talking head. And what blows my mind the most is. The man know what's coming out of it. There's no way in the world this man don't know what's coming out of his mouth don't make sense. There's no way in the world a grown man don't know what he's talking about. I, I honestly believe that, you know, this QAnon stuff has cooked a lot of people's brains. I got a homeboy whose brains got cooked by QAnon, who I love dearly. But I be looking at some of this some of this stuff, my, my, my OG posts, and I just be like, Fam, what the hell are you talking about? Like, that's just verifiably false, big dog. Like, what is you? I don't understand the. I don't understand the dots you connected. That's made up information. <laughs> anyway, that's besides the point. My point is Giuliani good, and you know how I know Giuliani good at it is because somehow or another, President Trump has had a lawyer his whole public career. That nigga in jail. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga Michael Cohen, he in jail. This the man that Trump been trusting his whole time because Cohen can, you know, Cohen got the keys to the kingdom. That nigga in jail. If you Giuliani, you like, oh, there is a slot to be taken right now. Big homie slid into that slot real quick and became Trump's personal lawyer. Personal attorney. He taking all this stuff, you know, into, into the Four Seasons landscaping. You remember that? <laughs> The Four Seasons landscaping joint doing a press conference. You remember that bizarre, bizarre court hearing with old blonde lady that was like, I signed an affidavit saying, if I'm not telling the truth, I go to jail. Did you? Even he leaning over like, sweetheart, you got to chill, baby. You got to chill. Because it was weird. I mean, look, that was objectively weird. What the hell was that lady doing? Rudy giving statements and farting. Did y'all did did y'all hear the man fart? The man farted <laughs> in court. Now I'm not gonna shame the man for being old because we've all snuck out a few tutors here and there. Let's 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 be real. We just snuck out some tutors here and there. But in court, my nigga, what? But this was bizarre. There's just no evidence about these cases. I'ma go all the way back. To the Russia Pro. Now that lick worked. I'm not mad at Rudy for that. That lick worked. That was a good hustle. It was a long hustle. But big homie, you <laughs> you know what you're saying is game. I'm not mad at you for, for it working. So when I look at this thing right here, I'm like, Rudy, former Mayor Giuliani, fam, nigga, you know this shit is over. <laughs> and I don't understand why you don't understand. That what you just stepped in, you can't step out of. Because if you step out of the Trump sphere, nigga, you go to jail. Now, he could say back to me if we were ever going to be this real with each other. But look, 
is Michael Flynn in jail anymore? And I would be like, touche, big homie. Michael Flynn ain't in jail no more. <laughs> because Michael Flynn did his time and shut his mouth and Trump pardoned him. I mean, look, I told you before, you either back the boss or you back the set. He put his money on the boss. Giuliani playing a long game. Maybe he know there's something after the presidency. I don't know. And he like, look, I'm going to ride this one out. The problem, maybe this is Giuliani attitude. The, 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 the problem with Michael Cohen was he started singing. You ain't supposed to snitch. You just start, he started singing. Listen, I ain't going to ever snitch. You remember Lev Parnas? You remember all these dudes from Ukraine and, 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 and Russia that was in? Those were Giuliani's homies. They, so, like, you know you. Nigga, you know. So he like, look, I'm playing the long game, man. We're going to get this. We're going to get this Trump Tower Moscow off. You understand what I'm saying? Like, look, man, we, you know, I'm, I'm about this money. I'm about this money. I ain't mad at you, bro. You jugging on a lick. I mean, he hit the lick. Trump was the lick. But Trump know, which is the third lick I want to talk about here. Trump know. Trump, Trump know he just the lick. Because he a hustler himself. I used to see him as like pretending to be this crime boss. And especially how he be talking to the people around him. But you can't convince the world after being bankrupt four times that you a business mogul and not be the greatest hustler that like big homie hit the lick with NBC. I mean, the man's game is impeccable like this. I, how many bullets this man dodged? You, you remember we was all worried about his taxes. You know how nobody talking about that no more. The, I mean, it, the, the man, it, the, the boy don't miss. Here's what I think. Trump read the room and was like, oh. America's the lick. As clearly seen by this phone conversation he had with the voter folks down in Georgia. Now, there's a lot of ways that you could listen to this. It depends on how well you believe in your boss, how brilliant you think you boss. Now, there are those who've drank the Kool-Aid that are positive that they man Trump's hustle is so tight. His game is so strong that he knew for a fact he was being recorded. Like, you think I don't know you trying to play me? They think his gangster that good. That, that, oh, you think I don't, you think I don't know you, you think I don't know you recording? Yeah, you recording me. I'm going to give you on record a ton of times to come clean. I'm going to keep, I'm, I'm, and everybody going to hear me urging you. I'm telling you, bro. Listen, and I'm giving you the facts. This is, I mean, if you, if you believe your guy is this, I'm giving you the facts. What he's saying is, listen, here go your out, bro. I'm trying to tell you right now, and I know it's recorded. I'm trying to tell you. Listen to me, bro. These people going to turn on you. It's pimping, guys. Look, I'm, this is a side note. It's, it sounds like pimping to me, but I'm going to put that over for a second. If you believe your boss is that good, and again, and then you agree with me, it's pimping, pimping, right? you like, listen, these people in Georgia finna turn on you, and when I go down there, I'm going to turn them against you anyway. It's real simple, big dog. You counted wrong. These machines is fraudulent. You 11,800 votes short. That's all we need. Even if you chop it up, bro, I don't care how you put it together. I'm trying to tell you. All we need to find is these 11,800 votes because that's one more than they got. Real simple, bro. And I even told you. Listen, I done told you what your excuse is. I'm, just, I'm telling you. Didn't you hear that that machine ain't work? Didn't you hear that, you know, they was destroying votes? Didn't you hear that? I heard that. Didn't you hear that? Listen, you want these people to not revolt against you? I'm giving you the game. This is what you tell them. Because remember, I run the set. That's one way to read it. Another way to read it is you got this dude down in Georgia who's pulling his hair out because you can't speak ill of the boss and you can't turn against the hood and can't snitch. What do, I don't know what to tell you. 
we recounted these votes three times. And one of those three recounts were by hand. Paper ballots. Bro, the votes ain't there because I tried. You know what I'm saying? Like, he could be like, boss, OG, big homie, listen, I tried, man. And he got his lawyer on the on the call, which makes me know, oh, he know he about to get cornered. So he's like, let me put my lawyer on the thing because you're not going to bully me. Look, we submit the paperwork. We done recounted this thing three times. And then the courts say what happens. Motherfucker, I'm not the courts. Shit, man, I'm trying. You keep yelling. You keep telling me shit. And I keep telling you it's not true. I don't know what the hell to tell you, bro. You saying this, I'm telling you that's false. I'm looking at it right now. Is the sky blue, big homie? What do you want me to do, bro? You know what, man? Hit record. I just look. I just, I tried. (laughs) I'm giving the solicitor, I'm giving big homie the benefit of the doubt. I'm saying, look, man, because Trump was like, you're a Republican. Basically, you from the hood. You finna sell out the hood like that? It's game, man. It's game. He like, bro, I don't know. I, what the hell you want me to say, man? Trump like, nigga, what the fuck? I just told you what to say. Think about think, think about it. Think about it. You a Republican. You a Republican government down there. In Georgia, cuz? And you have the possibility to get flipped to blue? Is you serious? It's like walking into, comp, walking into Pyru Compton. Pyru Blood Compton and being like, this might become a crib hood. What? Listen, let me tell you something. Never gonna happen. <laughs> I, I I feel like big homie hands is tied. Trump hitting a lick, man. And he like, look, let me figure this out, bro. I got all these. You keep your hoes in check. You understand what I'm saying? I feel like he was going down there to keep his hoes in check. You gotta smack him around a little bit. That's the game. It's terrible, but that's the game. You gotta keep them believing that you are their only hope. Now, I don't know, because Trump. You're right. His game is good. He kept sticking to the script. He was like, yo, we need to find 11,800 votes because, I mean, I won. And that's how many I need to prove it. So he stepped into the script. He's like, no, 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 no. Here's the fact. This is Trump's word. Here's the fact. The fact is I won. I just need you to go find the evidence to show it. Other dude's going, bro, that's not how this works, man. (laughs) We, We count the votes and then that's who wins. I just don't, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. So what do you do? Bill Barr, gone. <laughs> Who was the old 30 general? Big homie, gone. He like, look, man, I ain't, look, man, I tried, cuz. I feel like he said the same thing. Like, look, man, I tried, homie. I, I don't know what to tell you. I, 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 I don't know what to tell you. It ain't there. But you gotta read the lick. So the next and looming question is like, what's, what's, what's the lick read for the next four years for President Trump? I don't know. I mean, he working real hard on this one. We'll find out in a few days. Maybe I'll uh, come back and... Add a postscript to this after the six. All right? Hood politics. All right, future prop here. I told y'all I was coming back to talk about this, uh, the Georgia runoff, which was crazy because somehow, dang, states, like I said, Stacey Abrams actually is, turns out she got much more, all right, bet, <laughs> than Mitch McConnell do. It's like, oh, word? Oh, I'm finna le- we finna lose Georgia? All right, bet. If all right, bet was a person, <laughs> it's Stacey Abrams. This fool walked into Compton and made it, flipped it from Pyru to Crypt. You have to understand how big this is that they elected 
not only and I was look, I did not think this was gonna happen. I'm not gonna lie. I ain't think this mug was gonna flip. This mug is historical. Hoods don't flip. You gotta understand that. Hoods don't flip because they generational. Unless it gets gentrified. That's the only way a hood flips. Is if it, so it's, I look. Look like Mitch McConnell finna be Senate minority leader. That's crazy. But let me tell you something about Mitch, though. Mitch ain't worried about being no minority leader. He'll be fine. And I know he will be fine because Mitch saw the mall freaking writing on the wall and he done backed the right horse because Twitter done finally shut down big homie Trump. <laughs> oh, man. Let me tell. Okay, so like I said, this is going to be a part two. We should just drop this immediately. Here go the green light, okay? So that's the next part about this lick. We told y'all, I told you, Trump saw the American people as the lick. This man was making millions off y'all, telling you that this election was fraudulent. Oh, uh, look, okay, we just gonna go to part two. Look, mix and mastered, mix and mastered by. Matt Awasowski, you feel me? Crazy Styles, uh, theme music by the one and only Gold Tips, Gold Tips, DJ Sean P. We'll see y'all in like five minutes. Peace. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.